Folks, welcome back. It's week two of the NFL season, and we're here to preview the entire slate. But first, a shout-out to our sponsor, Pazza Electric, 716-698-2711. Give Pazza Electric a call for any residential or commercial job you need help with. They can help anything electrical, whether it's a new house wiring, service upgrades, or anything even as small as just a little a little checkup. It doesn't matter. Give them a call, 716-698-2711. Let them know Trainwreck Sports sent you, and they'll hook you up. All right, folks, I am Ty B, joined by the Meerkat, and I was absolutely fired up for week one, and my only loss ended up being those Detroit Lions. DeAndre Swift dropping the ball in the end zone. Oh, well, it was still a very great Sunday for me, a great Sunday for the Bills as well. How are you feeling going into week two, Meerkat? I'm feeling good. You know, week one was a little wonky in some places, but you're gonna, you got to expect that with the short off season, all the COVID stuff, and week one in general, just – get a feel for these teams but I think we saw what a lot of these guys have to offer there were a lot of injuries but we like it you know people are coming back teams are moving around we get to see a lot of like different looks from teams than we saw last year so these first few weeks are good for like evaluating the season but I'm feeling confident after week one I'm ready to fire today this board is looking juicy oh absolutely looking juicy first one I love Steelers minus six and a half hosting the Denver Broncos. The Broncos still that offense trying to get things going. Don't have a ton of weapons that are very comfortable together. Jerry Judy, a couple big drop passes for them. I think, you know, they'll figure things out as you get a little later on in the season, but going up against that Steelers defense is going to be very tough. You see the over under sitting at 40 and a half. So the odds makers are very much against the Broncos offense, putting up many points Today, I'd like the Steelers to get this one done. Perfect for parlay fodder, I think. If you tease that line down to two and a half, you know, just protect on a field goal just in case. I think that's great there. Meerkat, what are you looking at first? Heading down to the NFC East, we have Eagles minus one versus the Rams. I love that play. People think the Eagles suck after week one, but you had to look at the injury report. Miles Sanders out. Derek Barnett out. Lane Johnson out. They're all back this week. You're increasing the pass rush, the offensive line. Miles Sanders, a lot of guys are projecting to have a monster season this year. He's got a ton of talent, and they're going to feed him the ball. And you look like Carson Wentz got sacked eight times last week without Lane Johnson. With Lane Johnson in the lineup, the Eagles are 36-17. and 17. Without him, 6-12. and 12. That guy is their anchor. He matters to that team. The Eagles line has been moving. I think they opened at plus three, plus two. Down to minus one. This Rams team did beat Dallas last week, but I think that was a little bit of a fraud matchup. These are both teams I think are overrated heading into this season. I'm sorry, Al. I don't think the Cowboys are going to be world beaters this season. And, you know, I just don't trust Jared Goff. I'm taking the Eagles minus one against the Rams. Yep. Speaking of those Cowboys, I'm picking against them this week. I like the Falcons. I like what they did last week. Obviously not able to get that win, but what they were able to do distributing the ball offensively, Matt Ryan looks phenomenal. Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones on top of their game, both over a hundred yards. I think that's going to be able to continue against the Cowboys defense that I don't think is that good. 
Um, Van Der Esch is going to be out with that broken collarbone. So that's a huge, huge uh, loss for them. I think the Falcons can win this game outright. Um, but at three and a half, I absolutely love them to keep it a close game. Yeah, that was definitely a matchup I'm looking at. There are two teams that are very similar to me, but I like Matt Ryan in a close game more than Dak Prescott. I know Prescott might have a little more hype, a little more talent, but Matt Ryan is just a consummate pro. That dude gets it done. But I'm going to stay in the NFC and go to the Green Bay Packers minus six against the Lions. The Detroit defense is plagued with injuries. You saw they lost on a drop pass last week. It was close, but – they get Okuda back. He's still banged up, though. He's not playing uh, at 100%. And then Desmond Trufant is out. And when he left the game last week, that's when Mitch Trubisky turned it on. So if Mitch Trubisky can light up this defense without Trufant, and, you know, outside of Trufant and Okuda, not much depth, not much good talent there. And Rodgers has just looked like a man on a mission in week one. He was feeding the ball to his receivers. I think the drafting of Jordan Love might have given him a bit of a kick in the ass, you know. And – I think the Packers cover this line. I think they win. I think they crush the Lions today, honestly. I might be looking at the over in that game, too, but right now I'm just sticking with the Packers minus six. Yep, I wasn't expecting that out of Aaron Rodgers, but he you know, gave a double-gun salute to pretty much everyone who was picking against him. He said, come at me. He's going to continue to just light up defenses. And, yeah, if if Mitch Trubisky was able to have that much success against the Lions, I can only imagine what Aaron Rodgers is going to be doing with Okuda still not really very healthy. But another game I like, a team in that same division, the NFC North. I like the Vikings as underdogs going up against the Colts. Another, you know, you're playing in a dome, nothing to, to worry about really. The Vikings, I think – you know, showed that that defense is still serious. I think at times you're, you know, you're going to let up, you know, big plays to big name guys like Aaron Rodgers, but you still have a lot of pieces there that can continue to sustain themselves. I don't necessarily love the Colts this year. I think they're, they're all right, but I don't think they're a great team. I think the Vikings are one of those teams that are right on the bridge of being a great team and they can get it done, I think, going into Indianapolis today. Yeah, that young defense for Minnesota could be really good. You know, give them a few more games. I like what they're bringing to the table. The Colts look like frauds in week one. I'm mm-hmm. just not bought into Phillip Rivers, honestly. They have a good offensive line, but he was still, you know, facing some pressure and stuff. And losing Marlon Mack is a huge blow, even with the drafting of Jonathan Taylor, who looked good last week. But Marlon Mack is a really talented guy, carrying the ball, receiving the ball. That's a blow to their offense in general. And I don't like the receiving core that much outside of T.Y. Hilton, who I'm a fan of. But, like, who – I think Paris Campbell was number two in targets last week for them. Not a fan of that. He's more of like a third, fourth guy to just stretch the field, in my opinion. And uh, before I go into my Bills picks, I have a must-avoid game of the day that I'm not betting anything on. I'm telling people to avoid this because I think this one's going to play out really weird. And that one would be the Arizona Cardinals and the Washington football team. I mean, the Cardinals were my player of the day last week. I love this team this year. But Washington looked good. That defense looked incredible. Chase Young looks like he's been in the league for three years already. Dwayne Haskins, he reminds me of Tyrod Taylor, honestly. He's not going to lose you games, really, by making stupid decisions or forcing things. 
but he's not going to win you games either by, you know, making that play, the big play you need. And, you know, it's Washington plus seven and a half. I think the Cardinals are getting a little too much there, but I think they could cover. I'd say avoid this one, people. What do you think of this game? Yeah, no, I'm I'm in the same boat. I could see it going pretty much any way. I could see Kyler just lighting things up and – it was, you know, sort of an anomaly from that that football team defense. Um, but I could also see Ryan Kerrigan getting after the quarterback, Chase Young getting after the quarterback. It could be a tough day. Like, you know, Dwayne Haskins could have a little bit of a coming out party, but could the Car- that Cardinals defense step up with Patrick Peterson and Brett Buda, uh, Buda Baker. Oh, Brett Buda, yeah. I'm thinking about, like, my boy Buda. What? Jeez. Um <laughs> It's just looking at my phone too much the past couple of days. Um, but, yeah, Buda Baker is one of the best safeties in the league. I think, yeah, I'm I'm completely staying away. But looking back at that Colts game real quick for a prop bet, Naheem Hines over three and a half receptions. He had eight targets, eight receptions last week. And you're getting a little bit of plus value there, plus 105. I absolutely love that play. I didn't even see that line, and that's a great line. With Mac out, that we – I mean – you saw Jonathan Taylor. I think he caught six balls, which is kind of surprising. But like I said, their receivers aren't great. Rivers loves the dump to his running back. He's used to dumping off the Akilar and those guys. So, you know, he's going to be dumping the ball. I see the running backs getting 10 targets a game in that backfield, at least in the Colts. So I think that's what I'm going to hop on too. But let's get into our Buffalo Bills, huh? Mm-hmm. Minus five and a half against the Dolphins. I mean, I think that's pure disrespect. Even with the Edmonds Milano injuries, I'm pretty sure this is what the line opened at. And yep. I'm all over this Bills minus five and a half. This is hashtag free money. I mean, the disrespect to the Bills is crazy, but even with the Edmonds Milano injury, you got Tyrell Dodson, who knows the system, Tyler Matkovich, who we signed, who was a pretty good linebacker. I think these guys could do a good enough job against the Miami team who's Run game doesn't scare me. I D-line looked great giving pressure in week one, so we don't need to rely on the linebackers for that. And Josh Allen just absolutely eats in his career against the Dolphins. The numbers yep. are crazy. I mean, he'd be undefeated if it wasn't for a Charles Clay being a friggin' bum. And thank God he's gone. But, you know, we beat him by 10 and 17 last season. And I think this Bills team is just better than they were last year. The Dolphins – our team that's also trending up, but I like the Bills to just lay down the smack today. I'm seeing like a 33-13, win. Oh, I'd, I'd absolutely love that. I think the Bills have all the weapons to do it. Um, that's why I love the Stephon Diggs over three and a half receptions yet again. Don't know how the line's still that low. A little bit of juice there, minus 165, but love that play. I think Diggs is going to be that number one target yet again for Josh Allen something that we've been waiting for for a long time as Bills fans finally have that true number one receiver. But I think, you know, this is a game of, of matchups. And if you're able to get enough out of that defensive line, as far as it goes into some penetration, even on the run, then it's going to make things easy for whoever is playing linebacker. It doesn't matter if it's Klein or Matikiewicz, or, you know, you might see Saran Neal a lot playing a little bit of hybrid. Uh, nickel slash linebacker type positions coming in to help the run. So I think the Bills should be able to still get this one done. They should cover. I think they win by over a touchdown. Um, lo- absolutely love taking them at two and a half because they're just gifting you that. If 
by, you know, leaving the line at five and a half, taking it at two and a half, parlaying it all over the board with different things. Love that play. Love the Bills today. Yeah, and you brought up a Diggs prop. Uh, some props I'm looking at, too, because I think Josh Allen throws a lot today. So I'm taking Josh Allen over 19 and a half completions, even money, plus 100. I mean, he had 33 last week. He threw the ball 46 times. I know traditionally against the Dolphins, he doesn't throw a lot, just 16 and 21 completions last season. But, but he's our ran just, the ball all over them, too. Oh, he's ran the ball all over them. But I think this offense looked different uh, than last year with the new weapons he has, with the more up-tempo of the league and confidence in Allen. They're going to throw the ball week in and week out. And so I love that Josh Allen over 19 and a half completions. And I also love John Brown both at over three and a half catches and over 44 and a half yards. Those might be my like play of the day. You got plus 108 on the catches, minus 112 on the yards, which is great value. Brown looked great in week one. Diggs might draw a little more of Xavier Howard's attention today. And, you know, John Brown last year against the Dolphins in his first game, five catches on six targets, 83 yards. The second game, nine catches on 14 targets, 137 yards. Stefan Diggs said John Brown is a baller after week one, a guy people underrate. And I think Vegas is kind of underrating him here in this matchup. Oh, absolutely. I think there's a ton of money to be made on that Bills game. It's absolute free money, frenzy. Anything else you got for this Sunday? Anything you're looking at? Just a little fun teaser parlay I have. The Panthers, Steelers, 49ers, Bills, Giants. You got a little five-teamer there. Take the spread on each one and throw in the six-point teaser. You get the Panthers plus 14, Giants plus 11.5, Steelers minus a half, Bills plus a half. It pays out plus 500. I like that a lot as I think the Panthers can keep up with the Bucks today. And I think this Giants team has a chance to win outright. The Niners, Bills, and Steelers I have pure confidence in. And even throwing the Packers, pick them when you do the six-point teaser, raise it to plus 700. Have a little fun. Don't go crazy with those, though, but why not? Yeah. They always say the only thing about teasers is you're teasing yourself, which sometimes that's the case. I don't think my teasers lose in Packers minus two and a half bills minus two and a half Vikings plus seven and a half Steelers minus two and a half 49ers minus two and a half grabbing all those hooks on those field goals just in case in the touchdown for the Vikings like that one pays right over uh, plus 600. But that'll wrap it up for Meerkat and myself. Ty B, make sure you Give Paza Electric a call for any of your electrical needs, 716-698-2711. Let's go, Bills. Good night now.